Welcome to the High Performance Mindset Podcast. This is your host, Dr. Cindra Kampoff, and thank you so much for joining me here today for episode 582. This episode includes a high performance mindset short, which includes just a 15 or so minute excerpt from our most popular episodes of the podcast over the years. It's short, to the point, value-added episodes. And this is from episode 333 from over 250 episodes ago and is one of my absolute favorite episodes. In this episode, I talked to Richard Leiter, the author of The Power of Purpose. I read Richard's book after a life-changing event where I was at the Boston Marathon bombing in 2013. It woke me up to my purpose being just a couple of blocks from the bombing. And when I returned, I read Richard's book and it was absolutely life-changing for me. And in this episode, I talked to Richard about my experience reading the book delving into my understanding of my own purpose. And we also talk about some really incredible stats about the power of purpose, including that your purpose helps you live up to seven to 10 years longer, that we have 1,441 purpose moments in one day. He also shares the napkin test that you can use to find your gifts, passion, and values. And Richard really answers the question, why do you get up in the morning? For more than four decades, he's pioneered the way we answer this question. He's written 10 books, three bestsellers, including Repacking Your Bags and my favorite, The Power of Purpose. He has a master's degree in counseling and is a national certified counselor. And if you'd like to, after you listen to this high performance mindset short, if you'd like to listen to the full episode, you won't be disappointed. It's episode 333. All right, without further ado, let's bring on Richard. In 2013, I was at the Boston Marathon bombing, and I remember sitting in my hotel room after the bomb. I wasn't sure if there was a bomb in our hotel, and I remember asking myself three really powerful questions. Why am I still here? What difference do I make? And why do I do what I do? And it was life-changing for me. When I got home, I first read this book by Richard Leiter called The Power of Purpose because I was really searching for my purpose and what it was. And I remember reading it, laying on my couch on a Saturday morning, searching for my purpose. This book and this man today fundamentally changed my life. And he is on with me today. Talk about a pinch me moment. And as I was listening, I was taking notes like a crazy person. So take your notebook out. This is the man to listen to and learn from related to purpose. So give us a little insight into your passion and what you do. Well, my passion since um, the mid-60s, so I've been at this a long time, is the question, why do we do what we do? Mm-hmm. And uh, so the whole uh, purpose is the answer to the question, why do you get up in the morning? Yeah. And uh, I had many fortuitous encounters that sort of awakened me to this kind of thing. And uh, like your experience at the Boston Marathon, for example, that we chatted about briefly, uh, right out of graduate school, I met Viktor Frankl, who wrote Man Man Search for Meeting. And I spent a week with him. Uh, I wasn't one-on-one with him. I was in a group, but I mean, I was transformed in that meeting because man searched for meaning. He was in a concentration camp and he said, 
you know, the, the key, not the, a key to survival was having a reason to get up in the morning beyond yourself, beyond your own survival. And I was so moved by that, I decided that was my life's work at that point. And so that was a fortuitous encounter wow. that led me to um, my passion of uh, and helping others unlock the power of a purpose. What was that like to, I mean, I've read his book, I've studied uh, uh, his book and his work. What was it like to be impacted by that and to be in his presence? Well, I mean, he's, uh, uh, I don't even know what to, it's so transformative because, you know, his book's been sold in how many languages and has influenced so many people. But I think what really struck me was the deep credibility of having, he said, don't ask, what is your purpose? Ask this question, what is life asking of me now? Like right now in this situation. So he would get up in the morning and give somebody else a kind word, a hug, a crust of bread. Uh, And he was also rewriting his own book, which uh, his wife had sewn into the lining of his coat. And uh, the coat, of course, was gone. They didn't know where they were going or what was up for them. So when they got shipped in a boxcar, his whole family was killed, by the way, Cindy. His whole family, uh, he's the only one who survived. And when he um, was liberated from Auschwitz, he weighed 87 pounds. He went back to Vienna, Austria, where he was a a psychiatrist slash neurologist. When he healed, he sat down and wrote uh, Man's Search for Meaning in nine days. And and he said the last, he said this, and this is the key to the mindset. And I know you're all about mindset, performance mindset. And he said, the key to this is uh, the last of the human freedoms is choice. It's to choose what you want the next moment or your life to be about. And so that, that human freedom, that choice is what you and I both deal with. And that's the choice between stimulus and response we decide what that response is going to be. And uh, our mindset has everything to do with that. And that's what he would say as well. And think about the dire circumstances, though, which he, that was revealed to him. Wow, powerful. You know, so we have so many commonalities. Um, I know you went to Gustavus Adolphus. What a great college. Yep. And some work there with their tennis team and football team. Just great people. At what point did this happen in your, you know, where you already graduated? Uh, actually, I'm a distinguished alumnus from there. Oh. And, I was, and I was a hockey player. And, um, oh, wonderful. But um, uh, while I was there, I was, uh, I've written about this actually in The Power of Purpose. I wrote the story of my advisor at Gustavus. Yes, I read, who, yeah. Yeah. So I was not clear about purpose at that point in the way that we're talking about it today. Mm-hmm. But I was uh, a psychology major and a theology minor, a religion minor. Okay. And somewhere between those two, there was the question of why, why are we here? What are we doing? What's the point of the exercise? So uh, experimental psychology and all of those other things were I had to do, but what really got me going was the, the, the bigger questions. So yeah. I started there, but I went to graduate school in counseling psychology and, yeah. and I actually studied Frankel, but not, I mean, he was one of many, many. And so when I got out, I was trying to figure out what to do with the rest of my life. 
you know, you'd think you'd figure that out between psychology undergrad and a counseling psychology graduate degree, but it's always about other people, right? right. So uh, I saw that Frankel was speaking uh, or doing a seminar in San Diego where they were uh, thinking of creating a Victor Frankel Institute, which never happened. But anyway, that's how I got there. And uh, I went on from there to, uh, in 1969, I met Abraham Maslow. Wow. And the Maslow hierarchy of needs and all yeah. of that, which you probably are very familiar with and your listeners might be. But Frankel and uh, Maslow actually, before um, Maslow died a year later, and before he died, he admitted that the top of the pyramid was not self-actualization. It was, in fact, purpose. And oh. so his wife went on to write a book called The Farther Reaches of Human Nature, which sort of admitted that the, the uh, in, with everybody quotes in terms right now with COVID-19, everyone quotes the, the uh, Maslow hierarchy, but they miss the fact that purpose is at the top, self-transcendence. Right, yeah. I didn't know that either. Hi, this is Sindra Kampoff, and thanks for listening to the High Performance Mindset. Did you know that the ideas we share on the show are things we actually specialize in implementing? If you want to become mentally stronger, lead your team more effectively, and get to your goals quicker, visit freementalbreakthroughcall.com to sign up for your free mental breakthrough call with one of our certified coaches. Again, that's freementalbreakthroughcall.com to sign up for your free call. Talk to you soon. came to read your book. It was a, a very pivotal moment in my life. I had heard about your book before I went to the Boston Marathon in 2013. Mm-hmm. I was in a, um, a workshop with a coach and she was describing your work. Her name is Diana Gabriel. And I think maybe she had attended a workshop that you were in. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and the Boston Marathon experience was, um, um, I think, really a, a defining moment in my life for me to understand my purpose. So yeah. I am a marathoner and ran the race in 2013. It was one of the best performances I've ever had. And uh, I was uh, down near the finish line. My hotel was a block away from the finish line. And um, so I was right in the middle of the the bombing. So I had finished the race 45 minutes earlier. And I remember just quietly sitting in my hotel room when we didn't know if there was another bomb in our hotel. Right. you know, I didn't, literally, I didn't know if I was going to get home to Minnesota to see my boys. And they wow. were kindergarten and for second grade at that point. Wow. And my race didn't matter, Richard. Um, it didn't matter that I had yeah. just ran a personal best. I remember these questions just running through my mind. And it's like, you know, why am I still here? Mm-hmm. What am I meant to do? Am I living really on purpose? And yeah. do I need to make changes with what I'm doing right now? And it was a moment in my life that... Um, it was deeply connected to my purpose and it changed the trajectory of my career. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't be do, I wouldn't have a conversation with you right now. I wouldn't be a keynote speaker. I've worked with the Vikings for four years and it was something that I always wanted to do, but that was really scary. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to go out to that, um, that moment. And when I got back, I was reading everything I possibly could about purpose. And yep. your book was the first book I read. I remember like laying on my couch on a Saturday <laughs> morning, yeah. 
reading your book, right? Um, And I'm grateful I found it because it gave me a lot of clarity on where my life was supposed to go. So I'm incredibly grateful for your contribution to the world because it really helped me in that moment just um, get clarity on what I was doing and where I was supposed to go next. So, Well, the crucibles of life, of which that was one, are often the times that uh, we wake up where we're awakened to our larger questions. And so um, uh, that's it's a great story, not a great story, but it's a great example of, 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 of purpose. I did a PBS special a, a few years ago, and the PBS special was based on the book, The Power of Purpose. And it was yeah. shown in, in hundreds of cities across the country. And part of doing a PBS special, which is a fundraiser, is you get to go out to these cities Six, six of the cities, not all of them. And you get to do, or, you know, if people pledge at a certain level, they get a workshop with you, in addition to a DVD and a book and things like that. Whole families, Cindy, would show up at the uh, workshop. The grandparents, the parents, the kids, et cetera, even the grandkids at some point, they were all at a crucible or a purpose moment in one way or another, because I said, what are you all doing here? And uh, they said, uh, well, I'm retiring and I got fired or laid off and I'm trying to figure out what to do with the rest of my life. And so uh, it was, uh, I think what, what you point out here and what I would suggest to you is this, that purpose is not a luxury. Purpose is fundamental to health, to healing, to happiness, to longevity even. People with purpose tend to live seven to 10 years longer. The science of purpose is very clear now. And also to high performance. People Mm -hmm. who have a clear why tend to do better on the how. Yes, I see that. Um, I see that from my observations of the best performers, you know, in particularly in sport. But I appreciate what you said is like, it's it's not a luxury, it's fundamental. So let's dive in. So this is is the book that I read um, and you have several others and you can see my There's a a whole new third edition of that book out now, by the way. I know, I saw that. And the new edition, the last chapter is, can science explain purpose? Ah. And and the statement I just made about it being fundamental, I can now back that up. I could before, but hugely because the neuroscience labs, purpose and the brain, purpose and health and healing, et cetera, it's, it's self-evident now. It's no longer like just anecdotal. It would be a good idea to have a purpose. It is now like you want to live longer. You want to be healthier. You want to be all these things. Uh, you want to sleep better. Have, yeah. a reason, have a reason to go to bed and a reason to wake up. So I, I hear a lot of people who are searching for their purpose um, and maybe aren't really clear so what advice would you give to people who are maybe feeling that way and want to just get started understanding what their yeah. purpose might be? Great question. And here's the uh, practice. Uh, mm-hmm. You take out a post-it and, okay. you put, and you put two words on the post-it, grow and give. Okay. And you put that post-it on your mirror. That, Cindy, is the universal default purpose. If you have a, if you're growing and giving every day for a week, you'll know at the end of the week what your purpose is because grow and give is a purpose. And so if I get up in the morning and say to myself, what is my intention for today? My aim, 
how am I going to grow and how am I going to give today? And then at the end of the day, before you go to bed at night, you look at that post-it again and say, it's like any good trainer. How did you do? Did you show up at the gym today? Did you do your exercises? Well, the purpose exercise or the purpose practice at the end of the day is how did I grow and how did I give today? And you'll, you'll note that purpose is a feeling. It's yeah. not just a, uh, an abstract concept that I felt better when I grew and gave, uh, when I practiced growing and giving t- uh, today. And so um, I know that you're all about grit and yeah. grit and grit is really, uh, to me, it mm-hmm. starts with why am I doing what I'm doing? Do mm-hmm. I have a reason for grit? Yes. Um, that's what I think too, that this, Purpose is part of grit. And if you're not sure why you're doing it, you can't really stick with it, which is what grit really is. Way to go for finishing another episode of the High Performance Mindset. I'm giving you a virtual fist pump. Holy cow, did that go by way too fast for anyone else? If you want more, remember to subscribe and you can head over to Dr. Sindra for show notes and to join my exclusive community for high performers where you get access to videos about mindset each week. So again, you can head over to Dr. Sindra, that's D-R-C-I-N-D-R-A dot com. See you next week.